to the ninth episode of Mixtape Book Club Podcast. My name's Ellen. And my name's Mel. Each week, we take a look at a different trope in the huge collection of Destiel fan fiction um, on AO3. But this week, because it's New Year, Happy New Year, everyone. Um, we've got something a little bit different for you. We're going to do a year in review of the shitstorm that was 2020. Um, and we're going to introduce you to some of our favourite fanfics from this year. Um, links to all the fics we're talking about today will be available in this episode's post on mixtapebookclub.com. So I think we're each going to talk about a few different fics um, that we enjoyed this year. But I, I guess... Um, I mean, this year, what a crazy year. I mean, between all this, like, even, like I don't even know where to begin with trying to actually say a review of 2020. Yeah, we started the year with half of Australia on fire, and then we sort of ended the year with half of America on fire. So uh-huh. it was just, it was a wild year. And although the coronavirus was part of it, it wasn't even all of it. It just seemed like the entire year was a wild ride. Yes. I think a lot of people um, reacted in wildly different ways to it all as well, being stuck at home for the whole time, because some people were able to kind of um, tap into their creativity while they were stressed out of their brains, worrying about all of the COVID stuff, while others um, found it very difficult to actually, um, you know, produce any content, I guess. Uh, We just consumed a lot of streaming tv and that kind of thing <laughs> or reread old old favorites yeah i found it really interesting actually because i'm somebody who tracks my numbers for how much i write each month yep um just purely for my own interest more than anything so i could kind of even though i've still by a lot of people's standards produced a lot of words this year I've still been able to compare it to last year and just look at the kind of steep nosedive that just happened around March time, yeah. which I've yet to fully recover from. So, yes. So there was a pandemic nosedive, and then when that was like creeping its way back up, I then got a season finale supernatural ending nosedive. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, of course, so, that was the other prob- the other thing that happened in the in the last year that um, you know affected a lot of people's ability to consume fandom content I suppose the actual ending a lot of people were very uh, worried leading up to the ending because we weren't really sure what we were going to get we had that big big hiatus gap in the middle of the season (laughs) Um, during which you know a lot of great content was produced as well but um, and then the actual ending where people had their uh, various reactions to it but where then some people were so upset about it that they were no longer able to even read fic or, you know, so there's been a bit of a, a, I don't know how to say it, it's a a wildly different um, reaction from all across the fandom. Yeah, I think as a fandom we now have two endings. We have the people who either enjoyed or will take parts from the actual ending from 19 19 i just gave supernatural 19 seasons if only um from 15 20 and then there's like the other half of us which are just like no i i know no 15 20 i i yes i just remember nothing after 15 18 that's where it ended to me yep fair enough too I mean, all opinions are valid, I suppose, as long as you're not trying to, um, you know, attack other people for 
having a different one. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So despite everything that was going on uh, during 2020, and like we said, it being a bit of a wild and crazy year, um, AO3 tells us that there were still 9,710 fix posted or given their final update within the year, so between January 1st and December 31st of 2020. Um, wow. Almost 10,000 works. Which is pretty <laughs> impressive. We are quite a prolific fandom. I really think nobody could ever read all of these. And um, I mean, it's... it's um, We've made it to... No, what did I say earlier today? I was looking at this and it was like over 9,000, like 9,400, uh, no, 94,000, sorry, let me <laughs> just get the right <laughs> numbers there. Um, in total, 94,000 fix that are, that are tagged with um, Destiel. So that's pretty amazing. Which just makes me grateful that AO3 has such a great tagging system, really, because there's no way that you could ever read all of them but at least you no. can hunt down the bulk of the ones that have the things you like in them. <laughs> exactly. That's why we love Fix so much, because we can target exactly what we like and um, and we can read stuff with, hopefully without being disappointed <laughs> by finding, you know, random tragic endings or whatever, <laughs> whatever it may yeah. be. And some people love their tragic endings and at least that yeah. makes them easy for them to find as well. So there's actually several yeah, tags that I kind of keep track of which are not necessarily my thing but I have friends that would be really into them so as soon as I see that there's a new fic being posted with that tag I'm like have you read this so yeah gotta love that tagging system yes and actually um now you mentioned that so I actually went back and looked um in my history um which like I, I would love for AO3 to do more with like I love their tagging system I love just about everything about their database it's, it's fantastic um, I'd love them to do more with stats though like not personal writing stats that's one thing um, which we already have but for reading stats like um, for, for me to find out how many like I can't search my history easily yeah that is a wish list item for me too mm -hmm. so so basically what I did was I um, I'm a bit of a, a coder in my real job my other other job um <laughs> and i um i saved like a like i saved the source of my like i basically scraped my history pages for this year for 2020 and then i've i've been learning how to use um beautiful soup which is like a html parsing basically so it just pulls out everything with a certain html tag so what i've done is put it into a like a Excel sheet basically that just has like a, a title and an author of everything that I read in 2020 but unfortunately with the history there's no way of telling it's just everything that you opened right so it, it, there's no way of telling whether That's I actually true. read it or yeah. not so in total the number was something like a, over a thousand fix that I actually opened but there is no way I've oh, actually I'm... read that many so I started going through this list and sort of deleting ones that I'm, I was pretty sure I hadn't read because obviously there's a lot for the podcast that we, we've put into our posts that um, we haven't actually read. But I think um, I've narrowed it down to pretty much, well, I haven't gone all the way through because it's quite a huge list now, but I'm pretty sure I, that I read somewhere between um, 200 and 500 fix in the last year. But I, obviously it needs a lot of improvement. Like I'm sure that 
if, if anyone actually out there listening actually knows beautiful soup or um is a, like would be willing to kind of come up with a way to write a script to pull stuff out of history um let me know because i'm dying to know like i love numbers like that i love the stats um like i can you can pull out all of the tags that are on all of the fix and work out what sort of tags that you generally like um oh. and how many of them are different fandoms and you know there's a bunch of stuff that that i have been able to do on my own but um but that's on the entire history and i really just want to pull out stuff i've read so <laughs> i don't know it was just something yeah, i was you playing probably around have with a, a couple lot, weeks like ago. you said especially for the podcast where i've sent you links for fix that i've read yeah. which i've wanted to put on lists and things for example um and you probably opened them just to get the link <laughs> yes um, so. And I mean, I, I always, whenever I read a fic, I always put kudos. That's the only way I know that I've read it. So um, I do that on purpose so that I know that I've already read something. So um, if you could open each fic and see whether you've left a kudos, then at least you'd know, then I'd know if I'd read it and that kind of thing. Anyway, that's just a yeah. random thing yeah, that I, I was playing with. Um, very generous with my kudos and give them to, you know, any fic that I started reading or, or yeah, enjoyed yeah. And, and opened up. And then every now and again, I just get the one where it's a fic that I absolutely love. And I go back to read it for like the third or fourth time and almost accidentally hit the button. And yet somehow it tells me that I've never left kudos on that fic before. (laughs) And I I don't know what happened. It's happened to me a couple of times now where I'm just absolutely amazed that somehow, somehow I managed to miss. And I'm properly left comments and things going through. And yet somehow managed to not hit the kudos button. Or it's like some kind of glitch in there. Um database where because they went they had that purge during the year didn't they where they removed multiple kudos right oh Um, that's true because i used to be able to leave like five or six kudos because our internet here is so bad (laughs) and (laughs) And then they used to be a little bit of a a game with you (laughs) yeah (laughs) see how many how many occurred when you hit the button i used to love leaving leaving multiple kudos but oh well that got taken away (laughs) just one kudos per person now which you know is the fair way probably but it, it was yeah. a fun little fun little thing before to see the multiples yeah shall we go okay. on to talking about the fix then yeah shall we dig into our fix let's do would that. you like to to go first pick your first one sure <laughs> All right. we've probably got the same ones you know i don't know um, we probably should have checked that first but yeah I we'll no, find we out no i tried i did try to pick some that i thought maybe you wouldn't have and that we haven't already mentioned on the podcast because definitely had some favorites this year but we've already talked about them in depth so yeah i tried to pick ones that we haven't mentioned yet all right well i i'm gonna the first one i'm gonna talk about i don't think we've mentioned yet but um but it is enchanted ink by castile's lost wings i don't know if you've got that on your list it is on my list that's <laughs> oh <fine>. no <laughs> i can that, that's fine i will just i've got my entire list in front of me so i'll just pick ones that you haven't picked yet okay alright well um, I mean Wings has written lots of amazing fic this year um, including like other favourites, fandom favourites like Fire and Ice for instance and um, you know Dark to Surround the Sun and a bunch of other really awesome um, longer fics that I love but um, and I'm like an unapologetic Wings fangirl so you know I'm just going to rave about all of these and sorry wings i love you um but this one especially (laughs) is um enchanted ink is um 
like my I think my absolute favorite of this year so um, I won't read out the summary I'll just try and explain it a bit it's um so it's like a it's an AU where there's magic um, that brings tattoos to life so people have tattoos and they can move around on the body and um, the tattooist casts spells to create um, the effects that these tattoos produce and so um, Castiel has been he broke up with someone who um, who actually purposely damaged his wings tattoo Um, he has wings on his back and they produce um, like a wing effect behind him which is just such like the imagery of that is one thing but now that um, we have this um, artwork from Geo <laughs> as well, um, I think that, that Wings um, commissioned from her for this um, fic. You, you can now, I need to reread the fic now because you get the full kind of visual image of this. So Cass with tattoos all over him and these wings like spreading out from behind his back. Oh my God, fantastic. Um, but... So Dean and, and Sam are the tattoo artists who, um, like, they work in the bunker as their, like, shop. And, you know, the whole concept of this tattoo magic thing is just brilliant. I love it. Um, and yeah, and obviously Cass comes to them needing help with fixing his wings because they're broken. And, um, and Dean helps him out. So, and, you know, love in shoes, as usual. Um, <laughs> but I just, I thought it was... An amazing concept it blew my mind and um, I just you know love the way that the wings writes you know romance and also all the little Easter eggs in there like you know hamsters and random stuff that she adds in there is really brilliant so do you agree very much that was like I said on my list as well because that was one of my favorite fix of hers this year and yes. I absolutely loved it and uh, obviously fresh in my mind at the moment because we just have that lovely art from Geo which I think everyone needs to check out the fic if they haven't before just so that they can see that amazing piece of art um, yes. let, it, let it lure some people in to, to read that amazing fic <laughs> because it's so good um, I really liked it like you said I really liked the whole tattoos moving aspect that was really cool yes I would love it I ta- like I don't have any tattoos but if I did <laughs> I would love one that yeah, moved I, around. I have a few, and uh, they would be a lot cooler if they moved. <laughs> yeah, or like changed colour, or <laughs> I don't know. It might yeah. be a bit creepy at first, but you know. No, I tell you, it's very magical. It's almost, um, almost Harry Potter like to me. Like it seems like something that would exist in that world. Yeah, um, I guess because of you know, like the moving paintings and things that they have. Um, so it's just that like wonderful magical element in a world that otherwise seems kind of pretty kind of normal modern AU Um, and I really like worlds like that where it's the world that you recognize but then there's some little twist or change yes yeah and if that little twist happens to be that there is magic then I am all in (laughs) yeah me too (laughs) okay so for my first pick for the year something completely different from magical tattoos um i am going to talk about the south side swing series by now i believe the name is tiamat v in case anyone out there has ever wondered pronouncing p 
people's AO3 usernames is the bane of my life. <laughs> um, so, sorry if that's pronounced incorrectly. Um, it's a series of things, technically a series of um, one-shots, or I think a couple of them just have maybe two chapters, um, kind of shorter stories. But it is one large kind of overarching narrative that altogether is about 75,000 words. Um, started off just with a one-shot and then ended after, I think, six of them. So I'm going to read the summary from the first one because it gives the kind of the best idea um, of what's going on without spoiling for the later stories. So the first one is just called Southside. And the summary says, Dean knows he's distracted. He is the street boss of the Chicago outfit, and he really can't afford to not have his head in the game. He's here to meet the damned Bratva who's been running around his city for the past week, and if he fucks up, Bobby will kill him. Well, if this job doesn't do it first. If only he could keep his mind off the hot accountant from last night. Mm. So, as you can tell immediately from the summary, I'm sure there's a great twist to this story. <laughs> um, and it does have several, I think, really popular tropes in it. I think that kind of um, mob mafia type stories are quite popular in the fandom. They're not actually not, and I, I think it actually goes as a, a good point for this fic for me to point out that they're actually not one of my favorite um, AU types necessarily. They're not something that I seek out. Um, but this particular one made such an impact on me that it became one of my favorite fics of the year, regardless. Um, and it does have a, I will say, a Russian mafia, Castiel. He will point out quite often in this fic that he is not Russian. He was born in Brooklyn. <laughs> but um, he does have that, that Russian element to it, which a lot of us like in fic. Yes, indeed. Um, <laughs> and I don't even know where to begin explaining this story. This poor author is probably sick of me commenting on this story by now because I have been back and read it multiple times throughout this year, the whole thing, over and over and over. <laughs> um, it's just the way that it's written is really gripping. They write a really, really fantastic um, Dean POV for the whole thing. Um, and yet somehow, even though you're not in cast POV, you can still work out what he's thinking a lot of the time. It's really, really hot. I will say that. This is some incredibly high-quality chef's kiss smut in this. <laughs> really yeah. good. Um, but it's also, you, you become interested in the story of how these two men from technically allied but possibly opposing factions of the crime world, as it were, um, end up together and kind of keep that under wraps and don't even label it for a very long time um, and how that happens and watching the kind of emotional development of it is the best part for me um, there's not some huge kind of mafia crime story in this so if you think that you know you're not necessarily really into crime stories or anything like that um, I really wouldn't let that put you off with this because it's very character focused. It's not really focused on, you know, some. You know, although there, there there is plot going on in the background, you can keep track of various escapades that they're both involved in. Um, it's really not what's driving it in this one. And one thing that I actually wrote down, and I know I've mentioned in comments to the author as well, um, the stories are all set in Chicago, 
which is one of my favorite cities in America. <laughs> and it's written so well that I can basically picture myself walking around the city while I'm reading this fic, um, or any of the fics in this series. And it's just so colorfully done that even if you've never been there, the city itself feels like a character. Um, I don't know what else I can say about this book, really. Do you have any questions? Can I have sold you on it yet? <laughs> oh, yeah, you have sold me on it. I don't normally read, um, you know, crime-type AUs. I don't know why. I just, it's not really my thing. I don't do, like, you know, true crime or mysteries or anything like that. But but I, I love a romance, and <laughs> that sounds pretty amazing. Um, yeah, so yeah. I definitely recommend this one, almost, almost especially for people who don't usually go for that kind of crime type thing. I'm sure it's great if you do because you'll already have kind of a love for those kind of tropes but um, otherwise it's almost like a like a good starter starter crime fic um, yeah. and it's it's always fun to have a bit of a bit of a strangers to lovers thing going on in fic sometimes I think. Fabulous it's going on my list then. Yay I've converted you <laughs> and hopefully I can convert some other listeners as well because I will happily chew anybody's ear off about this fic for hours. <laughs> awesome. So if anybody wants anyone to talk to about this fic, you know where to find me. So my second one that I'm going to mention um, is called Memories Bring Back Memories. Bring Back You in brackets. It's really hard to say like in it with punctuation, but that's the entire name of the fic. Um, it's by Sobsicles, previously known as son of a bitch supernatural what i can't remember her full what her full name used to be before oh. she shortened it to sobsicles but we always just call her sobs for short so yeah i think it was just it's son of a bitch spm family that's what it used to be that was it that's it but she, but she, was, she was always sobsicles now <laughs> that's right um so this one was it, okay so this is published quite a lot earlier this year like back in may so the details of it are starting to get a little hazy, but I did love reading this fic at the time when I read it. I remember um, this is basically this is a canon fic, um, a canon divergent fic, um, where at the very beginning um, Cass and Dean wake up together, but they not together, but in the same place, but they don't remember who they are or who each other is, um, and so they go through. Oh, it's probably quite a few chapters trying to work out like based on what they're carrying and, and what they find they're trying to they know that someone is trying to kill them so they're kind of running away from something they find the impala i think you know they're, they're trying to get away and then they they work out that this person called sam is important to them somehow <laughs> and, um, but they think he's the one who's trying to kill them so they're trying to get away from sam and it's just like the actual concept of it is amazing um, and, you know, eventually they, they kind of get their memories back, but not before um, Cass and Dean have fallen in love and, you know, got together. I guess it says, I think in the tags it actually says that it's not exactly non-con, but they don't have all of their memories when they get together. So if that's a problem for you, then maybe steer clear. But it's really, it's beautiful, like the way they actually do... Um, you know get together in the end and then they get their memories back and they're like oh my god what have we done but the resolution is still um really amazing so so this fic was for the um spn media big bang earlier in the year so that means it also has some really beautiful speaking of geo 
Um, <laughs> it's a really beautiful artwork. Um, uh, throughout the fic, I think there's a few different um, pieces in this one from Geo. So it's based on, so this, because it was a media big bang, it's based on a movie. So it says it's not based off the born identity, but it's inspired by it. So basically it's just the losing of the memories and trying to work out what's going on aspect of it that's inspired this fix. So yeah, brilliant. I loved it. Yeah, I remember reading this one when it first came out. Um, I remember there was a fun kind of little, um, little twist to the end, which I won't spoil for anybody, but um, the way that they kind of dealt with things at the end was, was quite fun, in my opinion. Um, and I remember really liking Cass and this fic, so. Yeah. Sobs always writes the good, the good angst, like she yeah. gets right in there with the feels you know which is always fun yeah, i'm hoping that plenty of people will try it out even kind of with some of the, the angsty overtones because it does have you know a happier ending you know there is a happy ending to it um but it's also quite fun i think to see both of them without their memories it's kind of fun to see them just without all those burdens that we're used to them carrying that at least for a good portion of this fic they're not aware of them they're kind of worried about other things, you know, about the fact that they might be serial killers and there might be somebody trying to track them down and they don't know what's going on. So they have issues, but um, yeah. it's fun yes. to kind of see them in a canon context, be able to take a break from their baggage for a while. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's right. They do wake up and one of them's covered in blood. And then he's like, are you hurt? And the other one's like, no, I don't think this blood's mine. And from then on, it's like... <laughs> oh shit <laughs> like are we serial killers yeah it was just the way that that all played out was so good i loved it <laughs> okay shall i move on to another fic yeah yeah all right i'm going to take a dip back into something kind of magical ish um much shorter this is an eight thousand word story um but it's one that i've kind of lived rent-free in my mind and I've been back and read several times so I thought it was one that was worth mentioning and it is Sympathy for the Devil by Follow Your Energy um, so we've had Mary on to chat to us before uh, but we didn't get to talk about this particular fic then um, and as it's one of my favourites I'll go ahead and read the summary to you Dean needed money for his sick brother's medication after trying everything else he could think of, the peasant had only one solution left. Face the kingdom's fearsome dragon, the devil, who lived with his riches on the top of the castle of the beloved late prince Castiel. He knows he's in for a losing battle, but he must do everything he can. But the devil surprises him, and through mutual kindness the two strike up a friendship, one that leads to great and beautiful things. So as I think is quite clear from the summary and the text, this is a dragon Castiel thick. Yes. Um, so it is a kind of fantasy fantasy realm kind of story um, with Peasant Dean and Prince Cass and it's a friends to lovers kind of fluffy courtship sort of story um, there's only 8,000 words so it's, it's one of those things where I'm like look it's short just give it a go trust me <laughs> it's, yeah. it's 8,000 words you can do it No, um, I really love this one um, I love the idea of as the dragon, as this somewhat misunderstood, fearsome beastie. Yes. Um, Because in a way that is quite 
quite canon for him sometimes I think because <laughs> yeah. we have this this kind of you know he is he is very much other he is not human um, and he can be quite fearsome when he wants to be <laughs> but then he also has his his moments where we see we see the softer side I think that you've probably read this one as well haven't you Ellen? Yep I sure have um, I I mean you know I'm a sucker for uh, fantasy anyway um, but I especially love well dragon stories in general but ones where the dragon turns out to be a good guy <laughs> that I love that which is why um, like I don't think that's a spoiler because it's Dean and Cass like you know <laughs> what's gonna happen yeah yeah um, but um, that's why I love like this the Pern series by Anne McCaffrey so much because the dragons are like a part of their of the community and they're um, you know important to the way of life that they have there and um I just really love that so yeah when I was surprised when when I you know I read this one because a lot of Mary's other works are tend to be um either canon or modern AUs or um you know not sort of magical components that much but um she did a, a fantastic job with this one I really loved it too really yeah it was exciting. a nice little surprise treat from her I was very happy to read this coming from her so Anytime you feel like doing another fantasy fic, Mary, you've got two people right here that will read it. Absolutely. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I do love um, a good creature fic as well. So and this, I think, is a very good one. There's, there's a certain quality to good creature fics with having the creature be expressive enough to still be the character while looking like something else. Um, yeah. And Mary very much managed to hit that one. Right on the nose, I think. She did it really well. So my third one, I've ummed enough because a lot of my favourite fics that I read this year, um, which will come out in the... I'm going to I'm gonna write a Tumblr post with my top... It's probably going to be like my top 20 or 50 or something. I don't know because there's so many. <laughs> but a lot of them... Um, <laughs> top 100. That I love the most are actually ones that we have read for the, the podcast that we've already talked about. So I've, I had to sort of hunt through and pick one that I haven't talked about before. And um, I think this one was, um, you know, definitely one of my favourites that we haven't mentioned is The Smell Before the Rain by Jay Scribble. So we did talk to um, to Scribbs earlier um, in one of our other episodes, but I don't think we mentioned this fic. So this, yeah, this is ABO, um, but it's also canon verse. So um, the boys, are, this is after they defeat, sorry, after they, let me see this, the end of um, season 14 when um, they're trying to defeat God, but, you know, Jack's dead and Chuck is upset with them. So he sends them to um, another universe, um, which is almost the same as the one they have, um, except it is ABO. And they are very confused. <laughs> by the entire thing because none of them obviously know what ABO is like what alphas and omegas are and um, so Cass he starts feeling sick and you know feverish and um, I mean we know what's going on because you know we know about ABO but they don't and they're sort of really Dean's really worried about him and has to try and you know make him feel better and, and then eventually Sam's like you know, he, he looks it up. He does some research and he finds out that K 
Cass is actually an omega and he's going into heat. <laughs> so he's like, Dean, whatever you do, you don't touch him. <laughs> yeah, that, um, that information comes a little late for Dean. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, it's already kind of happened. But anyway, so they can't control the urges and that. But the thing about this fic, before you go into it, that you need to know is that it does have um, graphic violence and, like, rape, basically. Um, Cass has a really, really difficult time in this fic. And I think that's one of the reasons that I this one stuck with me for so long, because it is the depth of feeling in this, because he is... You know, he, he's pregnant, basically. I guess that's not really um, a spoiler to say that because it's it happens quite early on. But he's, um, you know, taken away from Dean and, and locked up, basically, and goes through a lot of really, really hard angst, which I don't normally... would I would not normally choose to read, like, extremely heavy angst fics because, you know, I read, I read fic to escape. <laughs> but, um, but because, like, you know, I love love the way that Scribs writes she's brilliant at writing the um the heavy feels and obviously the ending is um you know um a happy ending it's all resolved in the end but um yeah there is a lot of like really heavy stuff in the middle of this but I do love the way that um the ABO is represented in like a you know with our canon boys I guess um and also there's babies which is always fun. Yeah, I don't know if this is just me, but I find myself more able to enjoy angst when it's in a canon setting than in an AU setting. Like if I'm putting yeah. the boys or reading them in an alternate universe, I feel like they deserve better in some way. <laughs> yeah. But if they are in canon verse, I'm like, well, angst is their their bread and butter. They're really so. <laughs> I oh just my God, I find that's it a so lot awful to, to say, it's... but you're so right. Yeah. Um, plus, we get that opportunity to fix it when we we write the angst in, in canon fix, which is the part that we never get to see in the show. You know, we get yeah. to to write the happy ending and to fix it. Um, yep. Which this this story does have a, a lovely kind of ending to it. Um, so you know you can go into it knowing that, which I think is is another another way to be able to just enjoy it for what it is and not let the angst break you down too much yeah and also she does say in the tags that um the the non-con and the graphic parts are skippable and she does say that at the start of the chapter you can skip this part here's basically what happened so if you don't want to read the um the really nasty bits you don't have to and it, it yeah i guess it was hard to read because of the um, angst parts, but it stuck with me. Um, you know, it lives in my head sometimes. <laughs> yeah. One of the aspects I really enjoyed about that fic is that the world they are put into um, is, like I said, similar but, but different to the one that they're used to. Um, and to that end, they all technically had counterparts in that universe like in all of the other universes that Chuck made in canon there were other Deans and and Casses and, and Sams um yep. in that particular verse um Sam and Dean are no longer around so it's it's not like they're running into themselves but they do run into a whole other version of Castiel which um it's really interesting the way that they're done and the way that the bond between 
Demon Cass is shown again with this AU character in it, and it's a different bond to the one he has with his with his Cass. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. definitely still there. Um, and I really, really loved the way that that was done. I loved the the kind of alternate, almost if if Endverse Cass was an angel, almost. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really liked the way it was done, and that character was was amazing. I loved that part of that fic. So. One for one for Omegaverse fans, one for Endverse fans, one for Angst fans. I think there's a lot going on in that story, actually. So a lot of different people could read that one. I think. Yep, definitely. What's your third one then? Okay, my third one for something completely different. So every now and again, I like to change up my fic reading with a kind of. I like to think of it as like an extreme AU, so something completely different, like something historical or something in space or something completely different. Um, and my itch for that got scratched by Lip Flirt this year. Um, at the beginning of the year, she finished posting Hunter's Caress, which is a Western AU. Um, and I will go ahead and read the summary because it's going to do a much better job telling you what the story is about than I will. <laughs> Castiel Jameson won't rest until the outlaw who murdered his brother faces justice, and Dean Winchester is the only man alive who can help him track the villain down. Some say Winchester is a cold-blooded killer himself. Others say he's been wronged his whole life. All Castiel knows is that the desire glinting in Dean's green eyes is even more dangerous than he is. Castiel fights to keep his mind on business, but during the long nights on the trail with a dangerously handsome hunter, he finds himself dreaming of yielding to Dean's illicit kisses and losing himself in lawless passion. Dean Winchester is about to hang when Castiel saves his neck with his crazy plan. But dying might be better than spending day and night playing nursemaid to such an infuriating city slicker. He appreciates the stubborn detective's desire for justice, but he'd appreciate Cass a lot more if he'd stop being a lawman long enough to just be a man. He certainly has all the right equipment. Dean aches to run his fingers through Castiel's dark hair, yearns to know how Castiel's golden skin will feel against him. Before the coming of the next dawn, Dean vows to teach him the pleasants and sweet rewards of a hunter's caress. So, what else is there to say, really? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a very detailed <laughs> summary. Yeah, this is um, a long fic. This is 160,000 words, this one. Yeah. Um, there is a lot of plot, um, which I think is kind of hinted at in the summary there. Um, there's obviously a lot of, of Dean and Cass sexual tension and, and passion in this one um, though it's it's definitely more of a slow burn than I guess could be expected from from that summary um, though it's not it's not super slow but um, there is actually a lot of plot going on um, Dean is a hunter in this story of the supernatural variety mm -hmm. um, and the beginning of the fic um, finds him about to be hung for clearing a nest of vampires, which unfortunately somebody somebody saw um, and saw, you know, him him murdering somebody. Um, yeah. Him and Sam are both in in big trouble. Um, and Cass comes along, um, wanting to hunt down um, the outlaw Alistair White, and he believes that Dean is the only person who could manage to take him there and survive. Um, hmm. as Dean has had previous dealings with Alistair. So. Nice. Alistair's always such a good baddie. 
he is he's 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 really one of the og like best baddies i think in the fandom yeah so and it's really good in this because you have this this whole like western aspect where you feel like you kind of know what to expect like we've all seen western movies or you know like we we know those tropes um but then throwing in this whole supernatural element with um like demon possession and and supernatural added in really kind of changes things up a little bit yeah um and i find that the two things went together surprisingly well (laughs) yeah i mean well they've had westerns in the show after all so i guess it's a natural fit then yeah because we can all picture Dean immediately, thanks to that episode, yeah, I think. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was a long one. I think it was about 30 chapters by the time it finished. Yeah. Um, like I said, it was about 160,000 words. Yep. Um, but well worth reading. I found it to be a fic that didn't um, kind of slow down and get dull at any point. Like, the, the, the plot just kept going, even when... Dean and Cass were kind of on their kind of slow boil <laughs> for for a yeah. while there. Um, the plot kept going, and then even when the the plot was, you know, taking detours, you had Dean and Cass to keep up with. So, um, right, okay. It really kept me kind of on the edge of my seat for quite a while with this one, um, especially because it has like a kind of enemies to lovers aspect going on, which when it's done well, I really like. Um, yeah, and it's definitely done really well in this one. Like they have legitimate reasons to be enemies um but at the same time you want to yell at them because they're definitely much better if they just work together um Mm -hmm. idiots to lovers yeah always idiots to lovers isn't it yeah Yeah. (laughs) um there is there is a little bit of violence in this one i wouldn't say it was any worse than canon necessarily um but you know there are references to things that happen in in the old west um so, you know, lots of violence and, and murder and rape. That's not something that's happening to the characters, but it's, you know, something that exists within that world. So, sounds awesome. Anything else that I should say about this one? I'm trying not to, to avoid kind of major plot spoilers because there is obviously, like I said, quite a bit of plot in this one. Yeah. Um, so, I'm kind of trying to talk around it without spoiling the plot itself. It's always awkward trying to find a way to relay your enthusiasm for like certain parts of the fic without being able to actually actively spoil those parts for anybody so yeah basically please read it it's good it's great i love it (laughs) (laughs) all right i'll have to put it on my list the list of never ending if i remember correctly i think the general concept for this came from a romance novel yes it was it came from a romance novel called desperado's caress um which obviously was completely changed up and made to work with Supernatural and all the rest of it. Um, but if you happen to have read that novel, <laughs> then this one would, would be one for you, I think. Um, I haven't mm-hmm. read the book, though I'm actually now quite curious to, just so I could kind of see what elements came from that. Cowboy romance, there must be a huge market for those, right? <laughs> there must be heaps of them. That's got to be, yeah. They probably don't all have demon possession in them, but their loss really yeah (laughs) okay well there are just a few of our favorites from this year a lot of the other ones we've talked about in previous episodes um have definitely also made it onto my favorites list um 
white collar contract for instance some of the other ones welcome to pine shores quite love that one you know there was a bunch of different ones that we already talked about um so go back through our previous episodes and all of those ones we'd recommend for sure um i will say a big shout out to everyone who has written um code fix for either 1518 or 1520 i have been loving reading those this year um, a lot of them are quite short so um, i haven't kind of bookmarked all of them or put them in um, lists but um, they have been you know without exception really fantastic so thank you <laughs> to everyone who wrote yeah, those it's been quite healing to be able to read all of those i think actually <laughs> Definitely. really been helping me kind of deal with the end of the show having all of those out there to read so if there's anybody out there who's still working on that kind of thing and you kind of wonder if you've maybe missed the boat with with that or anything then please don't I feel like I'll be reading those for years to come yep that's so good to hear because I have a half written one that I feel like I'll never finish but maybe I'll finish it yeah finish (laughs) it I think all right there will never be too many ways to fix um, various episodes I think uh-huh. Well, I had a whole bunch of fic this year. I actually did quite a lot of reading this year. Um, a bunch of them have already been mentioned in the podcast. Um, like we talked about Christmas in July um, in the last episode. Um, we talked about uh, No Words earlier on, I think. Um, quite a few other, other ones. Um, I will pulled together a bunch for the blog post um, to kind of gather a few more that I've really enjoyed that we haven't talked about in the blog post and we unfortunately don't have time to talk about today just because if I talked about everything that I've really enjoyed this year we would have like a four hour long episode. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a Tumblr post as well um, listing a whole bunch of them too so keep your eye yeah. out. And we should probably mention that the um, Destiel fanfic favorites survey has also just been posted for the year so that would obviously be a really good place to find recommendations for fic that was well loved this year um and new authors that you might not have heard of before that were well loved this year as well um that's now been posted so i think um unforth said that there were oh now you're testing my memory over a thousand new fics that weren't in the um does that sound right yeah, I yeah, actually, I'm remembering a figure close to 1,400, but I could be completely making that up. Um, yeah, well, there was, <laughs> so, there were definitely, sorry if I'm making it up, unfortunately. Um, there were definitely but, multiple hundreds, at least, to m- maybe over a thousand figs that hadn't been in the um, collection before that are now in it. And um, oh, I had it open yes. earlier, and I closed it again. And that is something that Unforth does yearly for this fandom, and I think probably doesn't get quite enough credit for because that is a lot of work <laughs> to pull yeah. all of that together and deal with all of those survey responses so a big thank you for me because I'm definitely somebody who uses the collection to browse around and find fix sometimes so sorry I was just opening it up so there's uh, there's 2,800 works in that collection now they're all you know stories that that someone has recommended at least one time <laughs> So, you know, you're pretty much guaranteed um, a great read and, you know, whatever you type of story that you would like to read, there'll be something in there for you, I'm sure. So, yeah, um, we'll put a link to that in our blog post as well. 
check it out and thank you very much Unforth for all the work you do in putting that together we love it so I guess plans for this year we're going to keep on producing um, you know podcasts as we do every couple of weeks um, new um, tropes to you know discuss and new people to talk to so if you as always if you've got suggestions you can send them in but next for our next episode um, I didn't mention cupcakes and kittens as one of my favorites for this year even though it was because we're going to talk about it next time with uh, Mandela Rose um, and we're going to be discussing other um, fix where one or other of the boys is a baker <laughs> So bakery AU fix next time. Love a good bakery AU. Make sure you bring some snacks to listen to that one. Yes. Cupcakes even. Or or a kitten. You can bring a kitten. You can bring cupcakes <laughs> and a kitten. <laughs> I can I can do both. Yay. <laughs> awesome. So can I, but my cat's like, you know, ten years old. Uh, <laughs> Still a kitten though. If it's a pet, it's always a kitten. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it is. Uh alright. So, yes, if you'd like to, you know, contact us and suggest, uh, you know, ideas for future episodes or you just want to tell us about your favourites for this year, you can do that by, you can comment on our blog post, which is on mixtapebookclub.com. That's where all of the links to all of these stories will be posted. You can email us, contact at mixtapebookclub.com, or you can get in touch with us on social media um, where we are at mixtapebookclub.com for all of those okay well thanks for listening we'll talk to you again soon and as always remember the story isn't over until we say it is Mm